Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the WRAL Daily Download. I'm your host, Ali Ingersoll. A year after the Canadian wildfires began, scientists are still talking about the devastating blazes that tore through forests up north, and they're concerned about where these fires could pop up in the future, including right here in our state. WREL's climate change reporter Liz McLaughlin is joining me to talk about this possible threat to North Carolina. Thanks so much for being here today, Liz. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. So in North Carolina, is there a risk here, like the ones that we saw in Canada, Hawaii or California? Um, In short, yes. There just needs to be this alignment of conditions. So it's got to be hot, dry, windy. Uh, There needs to be an ignition of some sort, whether that's something natural like lightning or human caused, like flicking a cigarette butt out of the window. Um, And it just needs to move into a populated place to see that kind of devastation here that we saw in the fires you mentioned, uh, 97 lives lost in Maui, 85 in the campfire in California. Um, And those conditions that make wildfires more likely to start and spread are getting more common because of climate change. So you went on this really interesting walk through the woods with an NC State researcher, right? So can you talk a little about what he pointed out along this walk and kind of some of these elements? So uh, I spent a lot of time with Robert Scheller, who is a researcher at NC State, and he's done tons of studies over the years about like fire behavior, forest management, uh, models for our region specifically, um, and the relationship between fires and climate change. And we kind of walked through um, Schenck Forest, where they do controlled burns sometimes. I mean, that's very close to where we are now. I think it's a mile away or something. Uh, And he was pointing out these dried pine needles, pine cones covering the forest floor that are fire fuels, very flammable. Um, And North Carolina is already seeing an increase in some of these fire-friendly conditions like hotter weather, drought, which both dry those fire fuels out more. Um, And we just had a drought in recent months, um, and it's very likely that we could have another severe drought like we did in 2016. I'm sure that walk was super interesting. What are some other factors that could put us at risk here? Um, So we've seen wildfires before here, right? It's not completely uncommon, um, especially in the eastern part of the state. There are Pocosin ecosystems, those big peat fires. And even in the west, um, like we saw in November, I think it went into Tennessee. Um, So there's this natural cycle of fires that can occur just to control vegetation overgrowth. Um, But the problem really occurs when people and property are in danger. Um, And that could be very devastating here because there's something called the wildland urban interface, um, which basically just means an intermingling of trees and forest and buildings and homes. Um, And North Carolina actually has the most households in the wildland urban interface of any other state, or it's at least one of the top states. I Mm. think that's a reason people want to move to North Carolina. They want to have a great view, live in the woods. But it also means that we're at high risk for if we had one of those really big fires, that it could be more devastating. Yeah, you think about like going out west and you go for like a long weekend and that's like where you want to stay, right? In a place that's just like that. And I think when you're booking those Airbnbs or whatnot, You're not thinking about the risk that you could be in in those situations. Exactly. Um, In your story, you pulled a lot of data, which I love. So can you talk about some of the numbers and some of the instances? And I mean, are these becoming more common? Are these happening more often, these wildfires? 
You know, yeah, I kind of anecdotally thought I was hearing about that more, and the data does align with that. We're talking your language, right? Numbers. Um, Researchers at the University of Florida looked at data on wildfires from the past 36 years and saw basically across a large swath of the East Coast that um, there was an overall trend of fires increasing in size, in frequency, and shifts in the fire season. Um, And North Carolina is no exception. I think I looked at data from the NC Forest Service, and that showed that there's been an increase in the number of wildfires since 1928. So obviously, as our climate change reporter, why is this happening? How is the climate affecting these wildfires? Yeah, climate change is a big part of this, um, basically because it's making the weather conditions more conducive to wildfires more common. Um, So the fire season here is in the spring and fall, but spring has seen the greatest increase in what we call fire weather days. So when the conditions are really ripe for fires to start and spread. Um, The central and coastal plain are seeing increases in fire weather days of more than a week over the past five decades. And the northern Piedmont, so the region just above Raleigh, is seeing nearly two more weeks of those fire weather days than it did in the 1970s. And that's the largest increase of the whole eastern region. So a lot to really keep an eye on, too, as it's becoming more common and going through the future, too. Yeah, stretching out of that fire season and then more places that it could happen. All right, we'll be right back after this break. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back. So here at WREL, we are very lucky to have a climate change reporter. I feel like your reporting takes you everywhere from the coast to the mountains, everywhere in between. And your reporting has really varied from things like PFAS, which you've done deep dives into, to electric vehicles. So what made you interested in this story? You know, honestly, Allie, it was just smelling those Canadian wildfires last year. I mean, all the way in our backyard, seeing the smog um, for something so far away when 46 million acres burned. I mean, that was an unprecedented wildfire season. And looking at the data during that time, um, the fire weather or danger insects index was uh, 50 percent higher than it was in any other year in its recorded history. So it was kind of this freak event. And the wildfire seasons of that severity are at least seven times more likely to occur because of climate change. So I really wanted to look into, you know, what was happening here. And I think we shouldn't just care about natural disasters when, you know, after they happen or if they're in our own backyard. Um, I think that's a lot of focus of climate science these days, improving modeling. So we're aware of what's happening, um, how the risk is changing, and then focusing on adapting, preparing and developing resilience. And I think like being prepared for that is having these scientists like we have right here at NC State. So is there anything that the researcher that you 
talked with and that you went on a walk with. Is there anything that he said that really stood out that you wanted to bring to our attention? Um, I think just, again, how quickly these conditions to change. I mean, he um, can change. He called what happened in Maui and Greece uh, flash drought events. So these conditions can just change very quickly. And then a fire can occur and grow very quickly and spread very quickly. So, um, you know, and, and those flash drought events are happening all over the world. Uh, communities are really caught off guard. So there even might be a higher risk of wildfires happening somewhere like California, but they're ready, right? They've at least faced that before. Um, I think when intense fires happen in unusual places and they don't have a plan, the result can really be catastrophic. And when you talk about being caught off guard, right, you were just talking about that urban or the wildlife like res, uh, residential area that people here in North Carolina live in. So when you're talking about being caught off guard, like I imagine that everyone in those situations would just be like, whoa, I was not expecting this. Well, the researcher actually asked me, you know, uh, I used to live in the mountains um, near, in Banner Elk, North Carolina. It's where my parents live. And he said, oh, do you know the fire evacuation route? And I was like, no, I have <laughs> something I've never looked at, thought about. And often there's, you know, 20 mile bendy roads that go one direction um, through the mountains. So it's it's really something I hadn't thought about. Um, I think here in the state, you know, they're taking some preventative action. I think there was a burn ban in in 30 counties last year when we had that severe drought in November. Um, So that's a good move. Um, Wildfires ripping through hundreds of acres in the state in Tennessee. Roy Cooper declared a state of emergency. Um, So to put more resources there. So those moves are helpful. But um, basically, there would really need to be a large investment in firefighting, trucks, planes, personnel that we haven't really seen here, I think, to really be ready. Um, and in fact, there's been a growing shortage of volunteer firefighters here. I think the state's lost more than 5,000 in just last couple of years. I think that's such a good tip that like when you're going to some of these places, like know this, know what these routes are to be able to prepare yourself. Is there anything else that individuals can do to reduce the risk? So you can at least be aware of it. Um, there's a uh, database. It's called the Southern Wildlife Risk Assessment Portal. Uh, but we'll have a link to that on our website. I have to remember that. Um, but it's a good just to plug your address in, look it up, um, you know, just have an idea. And there's something called FireWise. So homeowners, builders, communities can uh, basically keep wildfires in mind when they're planning landscapes, when they're picking building materials. Um, and that can help, you know, if if your, your buildings aren't so flammable and things aren't arranged so that it can spread as fast. Um, that's definitely helpful. But just keep in mind that that risk can change quickly and it's somewhat unpredictable. And you think of that Smoky Bear logo, right, of the forest fires. So like just be careful of those sorts of things too, right? Well, yeah, exactly. Um, a lot of these wildfires are caused by uh, – great point. I should have I should have <laughs> said that. A lot of these wildfires are caused by humans, uh, you know, leaving a campfire unattended, burning garbage or, or brush or something like that and it getting out of control. So Definitely go back to the Smokey the Bear tutorials and, and keep those tips in mind because we could cut out a lot of wildfires uh, if just humans weren't the cause of a lot of them. So this is a very localized level we are talking on. What about at a big picture? What is the federal government doing? Obviously, a lot of attention is out west because there's just a higher frequency there. But there has been an increase in funding um, in recent years. And even last week, um, the Biden administration uh, announced another $500 million into reducing wildfire danger. And there's a new effort that's specifically focused on the wildland-urban interface. So we talked about climate change a lot, but really development, land use is also an important key to the puzzle um, when it comes to preventing and, and controlling wildfires. So having that kind of new focus from a federal level might be good for just some planning 
planning, um, you know, consistency across the states. And most of that money um, will go towards the Forest Service 10-year kind of strategy. Um, and there's already been a billion um, spent on that effort. Oh, wow. Well, thank you so much, Liz, for joining me and for your reporting on this. And thank you for listening to the WREL Daily Download. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can find more podcasts from WREL News at WREL.com. Just search podcast. From sports to true crime, there are plenty of shows to keep you informed and entertained. Thanks for listening. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.